How do I open this thing? Is that some sort of uh, four-digit code? Maybe a, maybe a birthday. Uh, what are you doing? I'm taking your pod. <clears throat> no, you're not. You will not be taking our pod today, sir. Uh, well, are you making your voice deeper? No, you are. You're imitating the godman. It's weird. Oh, I'm not. <gasps> he just did it again. This is my voice. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You're just going to do it again. He's trying to copy me. Enough! <laughs> Hello, Popheads, and uh, welcome to issue 127 of the Tomcast Popcast, coming to you once again from the friendly confines of the Tom Cave. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality independent podcast. Please be sure to follow us on the social medias at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. If you are interested in helping keep the show afloat financially, you can become an official member of Pophead Nation by heading over to Patreon.com forward slash Tomcast Popcast, where you can sign up, get access to super cool bonus content, and you get to hang out with rad Patreon members. I guess we call them Pophead Nation members, that's probably more accurate. Like the Aspen El Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail! He's co-host of the Ringing Air, a fantastic music podcast that I recommend highly. Thank you also to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Brassard, and the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all your favorite platforms. And whatever platform you is, subscribe, download, stream, share with all your friends. And if you have the time, leave us one of those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. Finally, check out our network's website, 3bzine.com, where you can find a tab to take you to our store envy page. And there, you can order some of that sweet merch for the holiday season t-shirts and sweatshirts for all your favorite loved ones all right let's get into the show let me kind of get into the 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 the, the warm-up joining me today super friend roger smith coming back into the podcast you know him best as jedi raj but we're here to do the news we're here to read some news and luckily we, we got some good news stuff finally this week uh it, it was a bit of a struggle <laughs> trying to put together a news episode where I don't know the news has been less than exciting, but I think we've we've called the cream of the crop from the pop culture news and and some big stuff came about uh, I think late yesterday early today and we're gonna we're gonna dive right into it. So without further ado, sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and then buckle up again because the Tomcast podcast is starting. Here we go. What does that mean? Why did you say that name? Find him. Save Martha. Why did you say that name? Martha, why did you say that name? 
Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. It's his mother's name. All right. Reconvening, rejoining the podcast once again, our good friend, our super friend, Roger Smith, a.k.a. Jedi Raj. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm feeling better now. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Because I got a beer in hand and I'm ready to cast. Ooh. You always need that beer in hand on the TomCast podcast. Uh, beer <laughs> just makes the news go down smoother sometimes, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. What are you drinking today, mon frere? I am doing, at long last, the Evil Dead Red. <laughs> <laughs> Finally made its way down to South Bay and picked it up at the local South Bay Liquor. Super happy. Hey, you know what? As long as you get it ahead of Turkey Day, that's the bottom line. That's true. Yeah, I think that's that's the cutoff point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I, you might argue that maybe I'm a tad ahead of the curve because I am having the 2020 batch of Sierra Nevada Celebration. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was just about to mention that, too. I was like, yeah, once you get to uh, Turkey Day, it's officially celebration time. Yeah, I might, I might have jumped the gun a little bit, but, uh, you know, people who know me from Beer Night in San Diego, uh, they know that I, I kind of count down the days till this beer is released because it's basically perfection in a bottle. It's wonderful. Oh yeah. <laughs> this one's... Well, your earliness makes up for my lateness. Yeah. Yeah. So we, as usual, Roger, we meet in the middle. There we go. <laughs> if only America could follow suit and, and, you know, just meet in the middle. Yeah. It'd be nice. <laughs> it'd be nice. <laughs> Good luck with that shit. Luckily, <laughs> luckily we have a podcast about not important things except to people oh, like yeah. us. <laughs> so let's get into some in some good stuff. We got a fun news based episode. We're gonna we're gonna pick Roger's brain. We're we're gonna get the the the, the gut reaction to some of this news. Yeah, it's and, all fresh to me. Yeah, and it, it kind of a lot of it is, is centric on some of our favorite topics for the show, which is is uh, DC comics, Marvel comics, <laughs> and <Yeah>. Star Wars. <laughs> so yeah. it should be a funny, fun, 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 festive episode as we as we head into the holiday gosh darn thanksgiving is next week bro yeah it's crazy yeah, it's crazy but let's talk about the big news yes and it started we, we started with a simple question for roger all right what is your hbo max subscription status it is on right now it is on right now that is the perfect answer <laughs> because the news has come down the pike my friend christmas Christmas Day, HBO Max, Wonder Woman 1984, it's happening. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, the the, the, the the powers that be at Warner Brothers have finally decided that no one's going to the movies anymore. We might as well just put it out. <laughs> it will be released limited in a limited capacity in theaters that are allowing people to actually come inside to be patrons. Sure. <laughs> but... For those of us who don't like that, <laughs> I can watch it at home. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, dude, likewise. I mean, I was actually just talking to my friend Karina about this earlier. She's a huge uh, DC comic uh, Wonder Woman fan. So she was actually the one that sent me the post about it. And I'm like, oh, sweet. But I'm like, are we still going to watch it? Like if it does come out in a theater over here, she's like, yeah, for sure. But we'll have to see like where it does come out. We were thinking of maybe the drive-in, if that's an option, mm -hmm. seems like it would probably be a safe bet. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if it's anything like, uh, when I went to go see empire, 
theaters are going to be pretty empty. So I think regardless, it's it's uh, probably going to be a safe bet. Yeah, it, it, it was interesting sort of how this all shook out because, I mean, you know, I feel like for months and months and months we were reporting on everything being rescheduled and shuffled into 2021. Mm. And, and it, I mean, it, you know, Wonder Woman itself moved yeah. many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some reason, after like the latest batch of, sh- of shuffling dates at Warner Brothers, this was Wonder Woman was mysteriously missing from that list. Yeah, and and now we get the news that uh, those of us with that HBO Max subscription and anyone who mm-hmm. wants to see the movie who doesn't have it yet will be on HBO Max. Uh, so I think they're going to get their money no matter what. Yeah, I think so. Just you know, maybe not in the the way they thought it was going to happen. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think it's definitely going to push people towards that, you know, monthly subscription to be able to see the new movie, plus have, you know, their huge back catalog. I think it's definitely going to entice a lot of people that didn't already have it. Um, and then, you know, like you were saying before, people would say, you know, the the price of movies for them, if they take to see the whole family, is typically a lot more. So this is still going to be cheaper and probably a better approach than, uh, you know, Disney Plus did with, like, the Mulan thing. So um, I hope that, you know, this this works to their favor and maybe we'll start seeing more of this. Yeah, and, I you know, obviously I don't I don't want to list – I don't want to give Warner Brothers any any bright ideas uh, because <laughs> I, I know – I know all the higher-ups at Warner Brothers listen to this podcast and they mm-hmm. they, they listen to us for, for our insights into the pop yeah, culture world. Yeah, yeah, and into the fan base, into the mind of the fan. They 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 love us for that. But I mean, I would have happily coughed up twenty twenty five bucks to 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 you know uh, pay by demand the kind of sort of situation like they did with Bill and Ted. Yeah, the uh, the rent to own type thing. Yeah, but you're telling me I just get to watch this for you know possibly a limited amount of time, but I get to watch this on Christmas basically on HBO Max that I already have. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for real, they they probably already had it planned to come out around this time on HBO Max. I mean, if we look at like the original release date sure. versus the time it takes to get on on demand stuff, so it might have been that they just always had this plan, but now it just kind of rolled into one thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you, and I I can't tell you how excited I am. This was, I mean. Obviously, everything changed once once COVID got here, and 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 we all had to start taking things very very seriously. Uh, but but yeah. you know, Wonder Woman was one of those pictures we were all really excited to see this summer. I think mm-hmm. we all really enjoyed the first one, and I've I've even softened on my stance about the third act being kind of a mess. Yeah, uh, um, I've kind of come around a little bit. I, I'm still not enthusiastic about some of the CG elements of that third act, but it's it, it's fine. The the movie overall is just rock solid and really enjoyable, and getting yeah. to see Gail Gadot come back. As Diana, as Wonder Woman, uh, Chris Pine coming back to the role of Steve Trevor. I was really excited to see this one, and it was it was again just a a, a bummer of, of of a year. Continued to be a bummer of a year because all of our favorite <laughs> movies got pushed away. Yeah, definitely. But you know, hey, what a great Christmas present we're getting from Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the best gift I could ask for. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say about it because I mean, they didn't. It's not like they've released a new trailer or, or we've seen any new footage. Uh, yeah, but yeah, my interest is same stuff we've seen. Yeah, my interest is still insanely high, and and now that I know I can, uh, uh, mother-in-law be damned. Wonder Woman will be on a loop <laughs> in this house Christmas Day. I'm just gonna watch it 
forever. It will become a new Christmas movie. <laughs> it might have to. You're right about that. <laughs> uh, but no, it's really exciting stuff. I'm, I'm glad they made the decision. It would have been, it, I mean, what are the chances that Marvel counters this and be like, oh, well, we'll put out Black Widow on Disney Plus now. Never mind. Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how this one does or if uh, if things are looking good for it, if there's a positive reception to the news that it's coming. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there's nothing but positivity out of this news. I mean, who can't be excited about this? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's wishful thinking that that at this point Disney slash Marvel will will change their plans and and pull Black Widow from the theaters and, and put it on Disney Plus, but we can hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they can just you know not want all the money, but just be okay with a lot of the money, I yeah. think it would be a good idea. Well, and, and you know another incentive for Warner Brothers too is is you get Wonder Woman on Christmas, you know maybe that keeps new subscribers around so that when the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut gets unveiled later in 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 the year, like I think it's scheduled for March twenty twenty one. Oh wow! That, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean you might already have like three extra months of of people subscribing, uh, and you may, maybe they just decide to roll their subscriptions through until the Snyder Cut time, and then they they keep going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, ultimately, I think it's a good call. Um, but we'll see what the numbers show, I guess. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you know, well, you know, a lot of people are speculating that because when Warner Brothers released Tenet into, into theaters limitedly and not a lot of people went. So they're like, well, let's try this now. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, because I mean, I really wanted to see Tenet, but I just didn't really want to go to the theaters to see it. I mean, it would have been a great one to release, you know, home uh, video on demand, but they just did not want to do it, and I think it was to their detriment. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, again, I don't want to get too much into real world stuff because this podcast doesn't do the real world, okay? <laughs> but you know, tenant they they put tenant out, and and things were were pretty high uh, as far as like uh, you know new cases of COVID and 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 everything like that. And now yeah. we're rolling into, into into winter, and what they predicted is happening with cases spiking again across the country. We're rolling yeah. into the holidays, and people are, are expected to be having family gatherings despite being told not to. It, it, <laughs> just like when, when When's a good time to put out a movie nowadays? I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and I, I, I suspect that some of these studios are getting a little jealous of like Netflix and Hulu and, and some of these other, other channels, other streaming services that still seem to have a, a nice dearth of content. To, I'm sorry, not a dearth, a plethora of content. To, to unleash on the masses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you got to be just sitting there looking at the numbers, being like, these guys are raking it in more than ever, and they were already doing good. So you got to you gotta think there's probably some envy going on there, for sure. Oh, yeah, some some, some streaming envy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We should make a T-shirt out of that. Stream envy, I like it. Yeah, look for that in our store envy, uh, on our store envy page soon. Don't worry, I'll talk to Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, some other HBO Max news. I mean, we we we, we sort of alluded to it, but Roger, I, did you know that they released a new Snyder Cut trailer that was basically identical to the first trailer? Uh, no. Yeah, watch it and see if you can find the differences because they are marginal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to side by side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you really do. I mean, they play the, they play the Leonard Cohen uh, Hallelujah song. 
It starts mm-hmm. with, with, with Darkseid's big head and his big giant axe. I mean, I watched it and I, I, I struggled to find what was new in it. <laughs> mm. Despite Zack Snyder coming out recently insane, there's going to be a ton of new stuff in the movie. But this new trailer they released is the same fucking thing I saw over the summer. Huh. That's yeah, weird, wonder, right? Yeah, I wonder why they would even bother at that point if they're barely going to show any more. That was, I thought it was like one of the strangest uh, marketing things I've, I've seen in, in quite some time. Here's <laughs> the new trailer to Justice it. League. It's just like the Justice League trailer you saw before. Yep, but now slightly newer. Slightly newer. It's repackaged. Yeah, I, like I said, I, 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 uh, I, I humbly ask that you watch and, and see if you <laughs> notice anything new. For sure, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, I'll send, I'll send you, I'll, I'll send you the, the, uh, the YouTube link here so you can check it out later. But I was like, what are you guys doing? What? Is, it's the same thing. <laughs> like, I was I kind know. of already hyped for this movie, but like, what are you? Do? <laughs> I just, I just, no, I just, no, I just shrug. <laughs> it's, it's silly, and, and I, you know, I also should, should say. I mean, we've talked about it on the show. You and I have gotten into this. Yeah, we're both excited for the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think any one of us necessarily is is on board that all of a sudden Justice League will become some phenomenal movie, <laughs> and we had it wrong from the from the get go. Yeah, at this point, mm, I, I don't want to say you know I'm not optimistic for it because I definitely am, and at the same time I don't want it to be like you know I don't really think that they're trying to polish a turd here you know I. I think the the cut that we got wasn't great, mm-hmm. and you know hopefully all the reshoots are gonna fix some of the minor issues. So it's at least a good movie. I'm not thinking it's gonna be a great movie. I just want it to be a good movie. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, I concur with you on that. You know, I, I think you and I reviewed Justice League when it came out, and we we both tried to look for, look for like the silver lining in it, but we knew it was a flawed yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. So it. it, it any kind of improvement would be nice, and I, I'm I'm totally interested in this idea of like this four hour cut, this four episodes, you know, whatever format they're going to release this in. Yeah, I'm 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 the 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 curiosity, I guess, is is where I'm. That that's kind of like the drawing point for me is like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm so I have to see what they did here because I I, I don't know, is it going to be a better movie? Is it going to be a worse movie? That's a possibility too, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, it's always a possibility, I guess. Have you seen, and I forget, I may have asked you this in the past, and I apologize, but have you seen the extended cut of Batman v Superman? No, no, never got around to that. Well, don't worry, it doesn't make the movie any better, just longer. <laughs> I definitely saw some of the deleted scenes, but uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think I ever saw it all together. The extended cut, I mean, it, it, it sort of clarifies some plot points. Yeah, but not in some manner that was like some kind of grand revelation, and all of a sudden it's like, "Aha, Eureka! The movie makes sense." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and and you'll you'll hear when you listen to the episode, but we 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 open with that classic exchange between Batman and Superman <laughs> about Martha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's really no saving that one. Is there? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Apparently, the entire DC universe hinges on the fact that Batman and Superman's mother share a name. Yeah, that was kind of a, a, a weak point there, <laughs> for sure. 
Do you think at some point Zach I shouldn't I shouldn't take shots of Zack Snyder because I do like the man's films, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel a little bad taking taking a shot at him about about this, but do you think he's writing this script and he's like, Eureka! Their names are the same. <laughs> I mean, it's totally possible that he was just there like, oh, you know it'd be clever. <laughs> it's like I've cracked the code. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever thought of this before. <laughs> <laughs> right? I just, it's like all of a sudden he had to do something that no one else had. And he's like, now I know how to make this work. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. Martha Wayne, Martha Kent. Whoa. <laughs> the only way it gets crazier is if they were the same person. Oh man. That would, that would have uh, been pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, that would have been, that would have been mind bendy. If they went this like crazy multiversal kind of, you know, all over the place, causality, probability. <laughs> Timey wimey, all of it. All Marthas are the same person. Oh, that's earth shattering right there. <laughs> the Crisis of oh. Infinite Marthas. <laughs> that's a movie I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Diane Lane would love to be in it because you'd probably get paid a lot of money. <laughs> For sure, Roger. I should take a little time out here before I before I get to the next segment or the next the uh, next news article here to mention how how lovely your beard is looking now that it's coming back. Oh yeah, there, there's not a lot of light right now, but it's definitely uh it's growing in. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. I mean the the Halloween uh, the shaving is, is officially <laughs> over. The facial yes. hair is back. You're looking mm-hmm. solid. You got that Jedi Master vibe. <laughs> going for the uh, Obi-Wan Attack of the Clones era look oh hello there <laughs> we respect that here don't worry oh yeah we one... love us some Ewan <laughs> <laughs> one more little tiny bit of, of, of HBO Max news you know we, we talked yeah. about how there's going to be that, that kind of like Gotham Central-esque show coming mm-hmm. that would take place kind of uh, I think it's supposed to take place between Batman 1 and the Batman 2, or either prior to the Batman 1? I, I can't remember exactly. I apologize. Um, yeah, I don't remember the timeline either. But it was going to be kind of a, a, a show that bridges the gap in, 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 in sort of like the Batman timeline for this new Matt Reeves, the Batman film. Yeah. Well, this this show for HBO Max, they just lost their executive producer and, and probably the guy who's going to be driving all of the story content, uh, mm-hmm. a gentleman by the name of Terrence Winter, who you may recognize that name. He was involved in The Sopranos, uh, Boardwalk Empire, so you know yeah. he he has some gravitas, some some probably yeah, some sure. some Emmy sticking out of his pocket. <laughs> now we don't know what that means, but it's it's worth noting that uh, there are there's a job opening on this show, <laughs> so send your applications yeah. to Warner Brothers. Roger, I think you'd be a good candidate. You're quite familiar with the GCPD and their and their procedures. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, very very detailed stuff. So it's uh, definitely in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I encourage our listeners to do the same. I mean, flood Warner Brothers with your resumes and your plot pitches because clearly they, they're looking for talent and talent exists in this audience. I know it does. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, it, now, I'm going to put you on the spot here. And if you don't have a great answer, that's okay. But if yeah. you if you were to pitch an executive on on this GCPD show, what would be your bit? Like, what, what, do you, what would you want? What would be your unique little feature for it? Hmm, let's I know. see. It's a tough one. I guess it'd have to be, yeah, it'd have to be something that we don't really see a lot in the Batman world. I know it's kind of tough because, you know, realistically, it'd have to be something that's just super prequel based, 
and yet doesn't tread along the lines of what Gotham already did, you know? Well, Gotham was a train wreck, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's probably why they don't want to follow the same path as that. But, uh, shoot, yeah, that is a tough one. I mean, honestly, my favorite, like, uh, GCPD stories were always the ones that were just kind of, like, out there, you know? Like, I'll always say one of my favorite storylines was the uh, Gotham by Midnight the oh. one where basically that GCPD has this like paranormal investigation division now, and they're <laughs> just going around like researching or like investigating all these cases that have this like weird paranormal aspect to them. Oh, is that Gotham by Midnight? Yeah, yeah. There's a. Huh. It, it was just like a short series, but like the art was like super cool. Cool, right on. But yeah, yeah, definitely something just weird and out there would be cool because I feel like we've just seen police procedural so much, you know, mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm curious as to like what they could add to it other than Batman to make it, you know, cooler. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the one, I think the only thing I would like to I, or I, the only thing I think one of the things I'd like to see is, is one of the storylines is, is one of like the supporting cop characters I would like to see sort of become a villain and you kind of see like him turning into a villain. And I don't, I'm not saying to do this to kind of do like a retro origin change. Like, Oh, this cop's going to become the Joker. No, 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 no. Yeah. 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 No, I don't want to see that, but I want, I would like to see something that's going to really get me invested in watching that next Batman flick. Like, Oh my God, I just watched the origin of this next like super threat to Batman. And it could be a whole new character. I don't care. No, that makes sense actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, Gotham sort of tried to do that with with uh, with the Riddler working in the forensics Riddler, department, yeah. but I mean, mm -hmm. Gotham. I mean, come on, how much didn't they botch? <laughs> <laughs> they just, I don't know. They they just took so many liberties with that show that it just kind of became its own beast after a while. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's some ways to go. I mean, I don't know. You you have to find a hook, I, I, I guess. I mean, because otherwise it's just the the standard police procedural show, and like you just, but they just talk about Batman a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So yeah, but, uh, there's got to be a hook, and I don't, I don't quite know what it would be. I mean, I guess Gotham's just not a world that I would, I'm all that interested in going to because it's scary. Yeah, no, that's true. Nobody really wants to live in Gotham. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and again, you got to avoid those tropes that that the Gotham went, the the Gotham show went into, which was like super villains with no Batman to fight. And I was like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just not as fun. So you got to be careful. It's, it's a, there's a bit of a tightrope to walk there, but. Hopefully they find the right person and uh, they'll get that locked down. And I hope it's a member of this audience, perhaps even Roger himself. Possible. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Key was posted. <laughs> I saw, I saw your resume up on, on uh, monster and uh... <laughs> 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 what's that other one? Uh, uh, re re I don't know. Recruit something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. One of those. Things. <laughs> I don't know. They don't sponsor this show, so I don't care. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> What else have we got, Raj? I don't know. All right, let's parry a little bit. Just parry a tiny bit, because we do have one little Marvel nugget that I found super oh, okay. interesting. Perhaps you've heard of a movie called Thor, God and Thunder? Uh, yes, I'm familiar. Taika Waititi, hard at work on this movie right now. Apparently they are in New Zealand or Australia, one of them. And mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're getting things going. They're trying to get the, the cameras rolling and, and production up and running. It has been it has been made made aware may have been made aware <laughs> that Chris Pratt, aka Star Lord himself, will be in this movie. Oh, very nice. Okay. 
I'm excited about this. I thought that uh, Pratt and Hemsworth uh, had some of the funniest back and forth uh, in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> I loved seeing those two kind of verbally spar with each other. It was a hoot. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they definitely set it up for it. I mm-hmm. just thought it was going to be more along the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy timeline as opposed to the Thor timeline. But I think it's going to be cool to see him in there. I'm, I'm curious as to like what his role is going to be. Yeah, I am. I am too. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think like you, I, I thought for sure it was going to be um, uh, like we were going to see like a Guardians movie first with Thor in it. That yeah. kind of seemed to be the setup, right? Yeah, that, that's what it seemed like. I, I think we even briefly mentioned it back in our review of uh, Endgame, I guess. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. Uh, but obviously, uh, Thor Love and Thunder is is rolling ahead while James Gunn is still doing uh, Suicide Squad stuff. You know, he's, he's doing that, uh, the HBO Max series for the one character whose name I've already totally forgotten. The, the, the John Cena character. Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker, yeah. Sorry, it came to me just right at the same time. You and I synced up again. Don't worry. <laughs> On that level. Yeah, so so James Gunn's busy doing that stuff still. He hasn't even gotten Guardians 3 rolling yet. Um, mm. But maybe that's the new plan. Like we, You know, Marvel's obviously been, been shuffling things around a little bit. You know, they, they may have had to put movies ahead of others. They're, I know they're reshuffling the deck with Black Panther a little bit in the, in the wake of Chadwick Boseman's death. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're, they're still trying to figure out what they're, what they're going to do there. I mean, I know they came out recently and said they're not going to do some kind of, like, CGI, you know, Chadwick thing. Hmm. But, you know, but they, they still haven't said what they're going to do. And, and, you know, and maybe that'll be something they build into another fl- flick. I don't know. Who knows? Marvel, yeah. Marvel has plans. I don't question them anymore. I just let it happen. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta let it happen. Just, uh, just let let the uh, the wise decision makers at Marvel make their decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me ask you this important question. Yeah, do you want a lot of Star Lord in this movie, or just a little bit of Star Lord in this movie? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I mean, I love their interactions, but I feel like it might be jarring if it's like just in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it might lose its charm, you know? That's kind of what I wondered about too. But if someone can kind of pull it off, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be Taika. Though, obviously you have to imagine that, that, uh, that Loki's back. Yeah. So is, is that going to be one too many people <laughs> to kind of verbally spar with, with, with Thor, with, with, with Chris Hemsworth, who knows? I don't know. Maybe they'll make it like a buddy cop kind of movie, you know? Yeah, you know, and and I should mention like the Loki thing is is a big question hanging in the air because supposedly, suppose suppose supposedly supposedly <laughs> supposedly the Loki Marvel Plus show is is going to be filming here any time now. Okay. And it, is this Loki's loophole? Is this how Loki gets out of being dead, so he can be in the next Thor movie? Like we don't even know that yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I assumed that the Loki show was, I mean, despite COVID and everything, I had assumed that it would have been out already, you know? Like, the way they made it sound, it was like all, you know, WandaVision, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and Loki, they were all going to come out relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, like, I thought they were further along, but I guess not. Yeah, it's, it's. I, I don't. I feel like when I first saw the timeline, I thought the Loki show was going to be first. <laughs> so I'm a yeah, little perplexed yeah. by this whole thing. But, uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston, a man in demand. What are you going to do? 
<laughs> that is true. We do like us some Tom Hilston. Yeah, we do. And it, it, we, as long as he solves that being dead problem, that that's good news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that un, unceremonious death that he had. Oh, because, you know, Loki has a I'm dead <laughs> problem to solve. <laughs> Which I assume is the crux of his Disney Plus show. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. But who knows, because... With WandaVision coming, again, we're, we are deep into the weeds here on speculation now because we, we talked about it before. WandaVision could be the show that upends the entire Marvel universe with, with who's dead and who's not and are there mutants? Are there going to be Fantastic Four people? I mean, a lot hinges on Elizabeth Olsen's character in this WandaVision series. Yeah, yeah, and we don't even know how in-depth they're going to make it. You know, for all we know, it could just be a, a sitcom with... Wanda and Vision, you know? Yeah, well, apparently she, uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, mentioned on, I forget if it was an inter- interview, on an interview or in her social media, uh, how she uh-huh. is heading to London to start filming for uh, Doctor Strange 2. Oh, nice. You know, and the big rumor there is that she will be revealed as a villain, but who knows? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I, I feel like we'll get a better indication of, of, of Wanda's state of mind once we actually finally get to see WandaVision in a few weeks. Uh, yeah. Which I think is tentatively tagged for early January. Okay. So next year for sure. Yeah, I think it's, I want to say like the 15th of January. So like I'll be able to binge the new season of Cobra Kai and then <laughs> I'll go right into WandaVision. Nice. Yeah. And Ro- Roger, have you watched Cobra Kai yet? No, dude, I, I want to, but I want to watch it with the fam. And we already started with Karate Kid, and I want them to at least see the sequel while it's like not as good, just to kind of have a basis. And then I just want to like watch the whole thing. You might want to get into all the sequels, too, because that show incorporates the entire Karate Kid mythology. Oh, wow. Okay, so and including it, it, the next Karate Kid or no? With uh, Hillary Swank? Yeah, I'm going to say so So far, not yet. But okay. <laughs> who knows what season three holds for, for the Cobra Kai. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. Yeah, lot, dude, once January gets here, man, like I just might put everything on hold and just watch TV for a while. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. It, it really does, doesn't it? There's going to be a lot. Once January yeah. gets here, I mean, you know, things kind of, kind of peter out a little bit around the holidays, except now we yeah. have Wonder Woman to look forward to, which is great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, January is like, oh, all that content you've been waiting for. Here it is. January. Take time off from work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to all of it, though. I think it'll be nice to have, you know, a fresh start to the new year with all this new content. So. Well, and a little birdie told me that uh, you're you're going to be off of work soon. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I got a couple weeks off here. <laughs> that sounds like some prime karate kid time right there. Oh yeah, that might be the plan. Ooh yeah, but <laughs> you know that's only if you've actually done what you're supposed to do. Because there's a little show out. I know it's a it's a real small indie affair, so maybe you haven't heard of it. It might be mm. flying under the radar, but <laughs> it's it's on the Disney Plus. Uh, okay, and it's called The Mandalorian. Ah, yes, I believe I've heard of it. (laughs) Are you caught up? I am, yes. All right, so you saw that WWE superstar Sasha Banks was on the show last week? (laughs) That was a thing, wasn't it? I wanted to talk to you about this because she she shared the cheat code for how to get on a Star Wars show. 
Oh, okay. All right. So she was doing an interview, uh, I think for Variety, and mm-hmm. she said that John Favreau saw her on a YouTube show called Hot Ones, which is about oh, celebrities yeah. eating hot wings. Yeah, I love that show. So you're a fan? Yeah, Hot Ones is pretty good. Oh my! <laughs> so this, so this, so you're in on the cheat code, then you get it. I I do understand Hot Ones. Yes, I believe I do. All right. So, with that being said, uh, effective immediately, this podcast is changing formats to Hot Wing discussions because we all want to be on the Mandalorian. <laughs> Tag John Favreau immediately that this will be a wing based, the Tomcast wing cast coming next week <laughs> because Roger and I want to be fitted for uh, for Beskar armor immediately. Oh, yeah, the sooner the better. <laughs> I love this story that John Favreau watches this Hot Ones show on YouTube and sees her and is like, oh, she'd be great on my show. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and I thought she was pretty darn good too. Yeah, yeah, like she she uh, just had this good air about her where you just kind of like see her sizing up everybody just like menacingly, you know? Yeah, and she gets to save the child. Spoilers, sorry. She gets to like, slurp up some some uh, some like calamari-esque uh, uh, chowder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she gets to uh, hit a bunch of, punt and shoot a bunch of stormtroopers right in the face. That's good stuff. Yeah, what's not to love? What I mean, that's like, that's like a full day of being a Star Wars fan right there. I mean... That's everything you could you could possibly ask for. Oh yeah. Well, good on Sasha Banks, and I thought, like I said, I thought she did a nice job. I I liked her character. I hope we'll get to see her again when when Bo Katan comes back. I believe her character name was uh was Casca Reeves. So mm-hmm. yes, one of the one of the wonderful night owls with Bo Katan has yeah. the, the cool night owl esque visor. Super super cool. Uh, yeah, really nice. Yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was super cool. But I, I loved reading that story, so I thought we should share and am- announce the Tomcast Wingcast coming soon. Oh, yeah. We'll have our ascending uh, spiciness levels. And, uh, yeah. Roger, we'll I, have, I have to ask, what, what is your what is your spice level? Uh, you know, I can hang pretty well uh, with spicy foods. I mean, are we talking um, habanero? Are we talking ghost pepper? What are we, what are we doing? Probably habanero. That's the hottest. Um, uh, I mean, I could do more, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> like I can, I can handle it to the extent that I won't die. But uh, yeah, it's not going to be a fun time going in or going out. Yeah, I was, I was just going to share. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I've had to pull back from the habanero bandwagon. I was, I was on it for a while, uh, and then I don't know when it happened exactly. But at one point, at some point. I became old, Roger, and uh, <laughs> the habanero is not as much fun as it used to be, especially the aftermath. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I've been uh, feeling a lot of that lately. My my tastes are definitely Mexican. My digestive tract is definitely white. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I still love the spice, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, like the heat is just. It's just cooking me alive from the inside. I don't know if I want to deal with it anymore. There's not enough Pepto in the world. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm chugging those down after spicy food, but <laughs> I'll be damned if I just don't enjoy the hell out of them. I, I remember the last time. I think it was at like a Buffalo Wild Wings. I think it was I was meeting some some people out. Uh, like God, I think it was out in like Santee or something, which is not a place I normally go. But, you know, only because I don't really know anyone there anymore. Um, sure. 
And I got like the mango habanero wings. And it was like, I think they had them ranked as like a seven or an eight on there. And I was like, that sounds appropriate. Yeah. And I, and I got them and like, they forgot the fucking mango. That's for sure. <laughs> but even more devastatingly, she comes back, she brings the wings, the, 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 the very nice waitress brings the wings, but doesn't have the beer that I ordered. And I ordered like the maltiest beer on the menu because I was like, I'm going to need something to quench that fire. Yeah, for sure. And the only beers that were left on the menu were like, you know, pretty much like, like hop forward. I was like, well, I'm going to die. <laughs> Cause you know, hops accentuate that heat. Yeah, they do. Found that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, my friend. <laughs> yep. And you're sitting there at a Buffalo Wild Wings and you, you can't just order a gallon of milk. That seems like a, a that doesn't seem a, you know, appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think that one's on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Not, maybe, maybe the kids' menu. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should have uh, swallowed my pride and just asked for the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, five kids' meals with milk, please. Yeah, right. But I, I did eat those wings. But yeah, the aftermath was woo, steer clear. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Tums is is your best friend. Brutal. <laughs> All right, buddy. I only got one more story to get into. All right. And and uh, I, I'm assuming you haven't had time to do this yet because I, I know you're up here. You're, you're north of the border, so you're not with the family. And, yeah. and what I'm about to, about to talk about is very family-centric, very something you guys <laughs> would love to, to watch together. Sure. The new Lego Star Wars Holiday Special is out on Disney+. Plus. Nice. And it is a delight. Oh, is it? Awesome. Have you had a chance to even, like, even see the trailer for it yet? No, no. Honestly, I had just seen things here and there. I didn't even realize it was out already. So that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I think it dropped a couple, just a couple days ago, earlier this week. And, okay, cool. And it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's. I mean, it's Lego stuff. If you're a fan of the Lego Batman movie and, and you know the Lego oh, movies yeah. in general, I think you're going to have a good time. If you're, if if you're like some kind of crazy hardcore Star Wars fan who can't realize that this is just kind of like for fun, <laughs> you may not like it as much. Is it uh is it in the same vein of like the Lego Batman movie where it's like all these like niche references for the the hardcore geeks but like still at its core a kids movie? Um, you know, it's that's a good question. I don't think it has that many like niche references. I mean, it's it's pretty overt with its Star Wars stuff. Okay, so and, it's not like referencing the original holiday special. It does because it it does center around Life Day on Kashyyyk with Chewbacca oh, okay. and his family. So like that part's there. Uh, okay. But then there's this whole journey with with Ray and BB-8, and and tr she's trying to become like a Jedi Master to Finn and teach Finn how to become a Jedi. Uh, and it turns into like this kind of like mm. time travel, visiting all the favorite eras of Star Wars. And you know I don't want to get too spoilery because I know you haven't seen it yet. But I mean <laughs> you just you just bounce around to like all the different movies basically. Into like different iterations, okay. and you bump into like other characters, and and it's it's just wonderful and fun. And the, the I, I feel like the, the the voice cast had a blast. The guy playing Emperor Palpatine, the guy playing Vader, the the Han Solo guys. I mean, it's it's just a really fun fun movie. And you will recognize some of the voice actors because they got you know Obi Wan is played by the guy from the Clone Wars, and Anakin from the Clone Wars okay, is played cool. by the, by Matt Lanter from the Clone Wars and you know D Baker nice. Bradley plays the clone troopers. So like there's a lot of familiarity there too. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. And uh, uh Billy D was Lando. Hey. Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, I'm sold. Yeah, and, and you know Anthony Daniels came back to be C3PO. So like there's there's like nice. some legit 
authenticity with like with like the uh old cast coming back to to reprise their roles basically nice yeah dude i'm looking forward to it now i, I wasn't sure what i'd watch this weekend but now i have a plan yeah and it, it's a short watch too i think it's like 47 minutes so i mean it's oh, okay yeah it's it's a breeze to watch it's just a lot of fun but it has a really you know like, like a lot of the lego movies do there's a really fun message in there that everyone can relate to and re- understand and and uh, hopefully appreciate at the same time nice <laughs> do it man just do it I will indeed, for sure. <laughs> well, like I said, Roger, I mean, that's pretty much all I got for us today, buddy. What You got anything you need to bring up? Um, hmm. You know, not really. I haven't, haven't really been doing too much. Just this past weekend, I just finally caught up with Lucifer, uh, finished that up. Um, other than that, I was just, uh, I did manage to get my hands on one of the new Xboxes. So what? definitely playing around with that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Pre-ordered that mofo a while ago. Shit. Did you do Series X? <laughs> What's that? Did you get the Series X? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's pretty nice, man. It runs it's so fast. I'm just like there's no load times anymore. Things just happen. It's That's amazing. Pretty great. Yeah, you're just like five seconds and you're in the game from like turning it on, you know. Oh wow. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty crazy. What is what is the first game you're playing on it? <clears throat> Um, I'm actually, since, well, the the unfortunate thing about, you know, the Series X is that they don't have a lot of exclusives this time around. Right. Uh, in fact, I don't think they released anything new with the console. So it was kind of just like going back and looking at the stuff that was uh, updated for, you know, to be specialized or optimized for the Series X. So the wife and I went back and we're playing Gears of War 5. And uh, yeah, it ran really smooth, even you know in split screen. So that was it was really nice. Is uh, is Squadrons one of those games too that that'll be optimized on, on that system? It will be. Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely some increased frame rate. Uh, I think resolution mode. So at the very least, it's going to look clearer and run smoother. I imagine. But honestly, I haven't had any any hitches or frame rate problems with Squadrons. So I'm curious as to if I'll even notice it. You know. No, I gotcha. Yeah, no, I I noticed like um, you know, on the top of the on the top of the box, it has like the new tag. It says like Xbox One slash you know Xbox Series or whatever the hell the new one's called. I forget already. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that on that. And I think I think uh, I think the new Assassin's Creed game has that on there too. And I was like, oh, so I can play it on the new system if I ever get it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, it, it seems to be like the cool thing that they're doing. It's like, especially Xbox, they're focusing on having everything being multi-platform. So if you buy the game for just the Xbox one, it'll automatically be upgradable to the Xbox series X or whichever version you get. Oh, that is cool. So, yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's kind of like what you always wanted, you know, especially at the end of one console's lifespan to kind of just be buying new games seems like a dumb thing to do, <laughs> but you're just like, Oh, I really want to play this. So in the meantime, you can play it on the, on the one and then upgrade it to just run smoother, have better resolution and textures and that kind of stuff later. Yeah. I think the priority in this house is going to be getting a better TV first and then I'll, I'll try to get that Xbox in there. Maybe maybe 2021, but who knows? We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm like, I'm looking at upgrading the TV because I'm just like, oh man, this these new consoles have like crazy new technology that's just going to make everything run so smooth. 
but my TV doesn't even support half of it yet, you know? So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what comes around. Maybe if we get another stimulus, that'll be the first thing I do. Yeah. My, when, when my last TV died, uh, back in, I think it was May when, when it died, I just sort of bought like a, like a stopgap TV sure, to kind yeah. of take its place because it felt like a lot of the technology was kind of on the edge at that point. Like, Oh, the next big thing is going to come soon or, and when it does, it'll make these ones that I really like less expensive. So I was like, I'll just get a stopgap TV mm-hmm. for now and then I'll figure yeah, it sure. out down the road with black Friday coming. Now that's always yeah. a good time to look at TVs. Uh, and then my, my other date, if I don't find one I like for a price, I like for black mm-hmm. Friday of the Super Bowl is another great time to buy a TV set. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Those are the, the times to buy them. So, yeah. So, so I'm keeping my eye on that stuff. I'm starting to look into that, starting to research that, see if I can pull up that 4k thing and, and some of the other oh, yeah. neat features that, that these TVs have nowadays. Yeah. Dude, the, the 4k HDR, like, especially if you got Netflix to run that stuff, it's like night and day. You're just like, Whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it, buddy. All right, that's awesome, man. Well, congratulations on getting one of the first Xboxes out there. Um, oh yeah, I, I yeah, and you know, like this, like I said, those 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 games you mentioned, I mentioned uh, the new Assassin's Creed and Squadrons. Like you said, yeah. though, those are both uh, cross-platform games, so like those are on PlayStation as well. So yeah, not a lot of exclusives so far. Yeah, it's crazy. I, as far as I can tell, like I don't think there was any exclusive game that they released with it. Yeah, no I mean, Halo or anything. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was kind of like the big thing that got him was like, Halo just wasn't ready, and you know, just I don't know if you saw any of the uh, the gameplay trailers when they did try to show it off. It looked pretty bad. Oh no! <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was very disappointing for Halo. Like just the textures and models of everything looked almost like Halo One level. Like Ooh. we we did better in the 360 era in terms of detail with some of these things. So I don't know what they were focusing on, but it definitely wasn't like the textures. And listen, <laughs> so. I know I know I'm an old head, but I I still love my Xbox 360. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude! That thing was awesome. Oh, that that system was my jam. Yeah, dude. PS3 and 360, those were like pivotal. Like you know, I love the new consoles, but for some reason those those just stood out like as a huge change from like the, you know, ex- original Xbox and the PS2, that jump in generations just seems super crazy. Yeah. I think, you're, I th- yeah, I, I agree with you, man. It was, it was, oh, what a good time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I still, I, you can't see it, but my ex, my 360 still hook, hooked up behind me. Uh, I remember <laughs> playing Mass Effect 2 on that for endless hours, staying up way too late and then going to work so, so very, very oh. tired. Yeah, speaking of that, did you hear that they announced a remastered Mass Effect Ultimate? Yes, I did. I was very excited about this because I would love to have all the games in one place on a new system. I can play them, some uh, some dialed-up graphics effects. Oh, Just yeah. go back, get back into playing as Shepard, stopping the yeah. Reavers, going into, <laughs> into the Red Sector. All of it. I want it all. Get my N7 yeah. armor back on. <laughs> yeah i'm excited it, it's just gonna have everything apparently one through three graphics up I'm, I'm hoping they they tweak some things here and there just to kind of you know fix the issues that they had in the past but even if it's just straight one-to-one with like better graphics i think it's gonna be great yeah i, I think it, it sort of sounded like they might try to tighten up some of the story issues especially in the first yeah. one you know where it, it, you know the first one's kind of kind of sprawls a little bit out and and 
I think they're going to try to make it a little bit more of a cohesive narrative now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, 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 it's going to be super. It's going to, oh, I can't wait for that. And 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 no, obviously the rumblings are that a new Mass Effect work game might be in the works too, which would be huge. Oh yeah, no, they definitely confirmed that they are working on something, though it's probably super early planning stages. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for the uh, for the legendary or whatever master edition it's called. You know, it should be good. I haven't played a Mass Effect game in a long time, but I did really love the series. Yeah, and I was gonna say that. I mean, the news was almost exciting enough to get me to go back and try to play Andromeda again. But uh... <laughs> well, uh, it is free on Game Pass now, so I might <laughs> I might give it a swing. But you know, we'll see. Oh no, I bought that game. Don't worry, I have it. But it's just, <laughs> uh, I I you know. It, it 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 wore me out. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty rough. I remember just seeing all the reviews and the graphics, and you're just like, "Man, really? This is this is what we've become?" Yeah, it was just the same game with new characters. And I, I was really disappointed. Yeah, but I will well, I will hopefully... finish it one day, one day, because I I do love the series, and and you know I don't know maybe maybe the next thing is is the next story of of these characters from the Andromeda Galaxy, or I don't know maybe they're gonna start all over again. I have no clue. Yeah, I think people wouldn't mind if they just kind of nuked that from continuity. <laughs> <laughs> just ignored it entirely. And then, uh, I don't know. I mean, because I don't know how far, or I'm sure you, you probably saw like all the endings for the original Mass Effect, or Mass Effect 3, I should say. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in one of the endings, you see, you know, after, you know, spoilers for, you know, Mass Effect 3, if you haven't played it, you know, <laughs> 14 years you, ago. you assume Shepard's dead at the end, just from everything that happens. But then in one of the endings, you see his chest expand like he's inhaling and then just cuts to black. Yeah, that's, that's the quote unquote perfect ending. If you do everything right yeah. in the game, you can get that ending. Yeah, yeah. So definitely remember that. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, he's still alive, you know, so they're going to do another game. But they decided to go a different route. So they still have that, that door open. You know, they, they I, left that there. I am okay. If they leave, if they decide to leave Shepard alone. Um, sure. But if they go, Hey, I'm not going to get mad if they go back to Shepard either. So it, it's all good <laughs> with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm also kind of torn because I feel like, you know, they, they, they ended that, you know, well enough as they could have, but the whole series was just great. And kind of going back to it, I it would have to really do the character justice for it to be worthy to go back to, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the ending to Mass Effect Three was controversial enough, so I I don't know if they want to go that route because then they yeah. then, then they then they would have to say one of those endings was definitive, which sure w- is only going to irritate people. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, people were irritated enough that it was like you know A, B, or C, and that's how the story ends, and they didn't like that. <laughs> yeah that's true i do remember all that but you know maybe maybe shoot the story like forward you know forward a couple hundred years or whatever where shepherd's still kind of a presence as you feel but like isn't necessarily central to the story unless unless there's something else going on which ooh, oh man should we do a podcast where we just talk about like great ideas for mass effect and and, and shepherd <laughs> uh, that might be a good idea i think three of us would love that podcast but no one else would give a damn <laughs> It's quite possible. It'd be <laughs> our favorite show on the Citadel. Oh, all right. Well, geez, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we talked about that, though. That was fun. I mean, I don't know if anyone else likes video games as much as we do, but hey, that was good. <laughs> yeah, if they like Mass Effect, I'm sure they dig it. Ooh, if, come on. Play some Mass Effect. Get with it. Like Roger said, it's on Game Pass for free. 
Yeah. And and two is the best, just for the record. But oh yeah, definitely. But, but three's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, my friend. I will. I will. I, let's wrap it up for the day. What do you say? That's some good news. Some good content for the folks. Yeah, I think so. I hope they're happy with it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully, you and I will get a chance to reconvene once more before the magic turkey day falls upon us. Oh yes. Uh, and, you know, and and we just fill our big mouths with all the tasty treats. And then hibernate from all that trip to fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's too much content to watch, too many games to play. We there's no time to sleep. <laughs> all right, buddy boy. I will talk to you later. Thanks for joining me again today. Uh, uh, you stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Likewise, dude. All right, buddy. Later. Later. Have to go. We need to help these people. We have to stay on mission. <laughs> the next safe crossing is at least a day away. What are we waiting for? We cannot leave without helping them. These people are dying. Nothing to eat, and in the village, enslaved. She said. I understand that. Women, we, we need children. To make our exposition by How can you say that? What is the matter? This is no man's land, Diana. It's no man can cross it. All right. This battalion has been here for nearly a year, and they they barely gained an inch. All right, because on the other side, there are a bunch of Germans pointing machine guns at every square inch of this place. This is not something you can cross. It's not possible. So what? So we do nothing? No, we do, we are doing something. We are. We just we can't save everyone in this war. This is not what we came here to do. Come on! If that No Man's Land scene from the first Wonder Woman movie doesn't give you chills, what's wrong with you? Are you dead inside? Do you not just... Do you just not want to curl up into a ball and die officially? Come on! That scene's amazing. Powerful, impactful stuff. Can't wait to watch Wonder Woman on Christmas Day. HBO Max. Exciting stuff. Big shout-out to, to Roger at Jedi Raj on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm so glad he was able to join me for this episode today as we kind of get to recap some of the news, the big pop culture news for the last like, week or so. A lot of things going on, but, you know, a lot of it not super exciting because we're just talking about things that are sort of happening, but, like, not so much about what, what we can watch and what we can kind of get into. You know, hey, it's 2020. What are you going to do? I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode of the TomCast podcast. We are going to keep coming to you guys, guys and gals, and, and fine people uh, uh, weekly. We hope to have a new episode next week before the Thanksgiving holiday, if we can get our schedules on the same page. So fingers crossed on that one. But we hope to be back at least one more time before Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you all so much for, for being here, for listening to the show. If you are a fan of the show, if you're liking what we're doing, make sure you're following us on social media. We are at TomCastPopCast on Twitter, Instagram. You can email the show TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to uh, take some a few hard-earned shekels that you make from, from your 9 to 5 uh, and, and, and help support the show financially, you can do so at Patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You will get access to bonus content. And there is more bonus content coming soon, I promise. A little bit of, of, of things have dried up a little bit in the bonus content land as, as I've been cranking out podcasts for the last six weeks or so. So I apologize for that, but we will get back on track here very, very soon. But there's still plenty there to get into uh, for, new, for new subscribers. So lots to check out.
Thank you to my current Patreons. Thank you to the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman at Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a great music podcast. Thank you, Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles. Thank you to the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. All right. Make sure you are, are sharing the show with all your friends. You're liking the show. You're doing all that good stuff, getting the word out about us. We're on all your favorite platforms. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and, and probably a bunch more. And if we're not on one, let me know. I'll take care of it. Again, thank you all so much for listening. And if you have the time, five-star reviews. They are the sweet nectar on which we live. And we need the, we need all the nectar we can get heading into the holiday season because uh, you guys are going to start getting busy with families and friends and things like that. And uh, and And... You know, even though you shouldn't, because you know COVID—that's the thing. Don't don't hang up too many people. Super spreader events are frowned upon, at least on this podcast. Anyways, be safe, be responsible, wash your hands, wear your masks, do all that stuff you're supposed to do when you're out in public. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We will be back next week with a brand new episode of the Tomcast Podcast. And if things go right, it's going to be one you really, really like. Fingers crossed. But one more note before we wrap things up. Be sure to head over to our network homepage, 3bzine.com. Check out the page. You can click the tab for TomCast Podcast and Mandovision, where you can check out the latest episodes. But you can also click the tab for our Store Envy page, where you can buy sweet, sweet merchandise for all the shows on the 3BZ network. And uh, what makes a better holiday gift than shows on the 3BZ network plastered across your chest? I can't think of anything. All right, with that being said, my name is Tom. Thank you all so much for listening to the TomCast podcast. We will be back very, very soon. And as we close out the show, we close it out the same way we close it out every week. We say, ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions!